This is Ethan, and I'm here by myself. And together, I'm Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, bonus episode 18 centimeter. On today's bonus episode, I will review the Weird Al Strings Attached Tour concert at Blue Hills Bank Pavilion in Boston, Massachusetts on July 21st. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Thanks for tuning in to my solo review of the Boston Strings Attached Tour. Dave was not with me at this show. I had to do it all by myself. Uh, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. Hey, how you doing? Dave? Hi. What? I'm here. I'm si- I'm am sitting in in my hotel room. How did how did you get on the the podcast? I was so anxious to find out what happened in the Boston concert that I drove all the way up to Boston just to listen to you do your review. Oh, there you are. I see you now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was hiding behind the uh, drapes. I hope you yeah. didn't mind. I've been yeah. here for a couple a couple hours. Really? You, yeah. You didn't hear me singing and dancing, did you? Well, I'm no comment. Okay. Well, let's get to the review. Uh, you are very excited, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for my solo review. This will be interesting because you will get to ask me questions as someone who wasn't there. That's right. I wasn't there. And are you sure you went, what did you call it? The Blue Hills Bank Pavilion? That's what it said on my ticket. I thought it was the Rockland Trust Bank Pavilion. That's what it says on weirdal.com slash tour, which I have memorized. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I just know what the ticket's called. I, I know that uh, I put it into my GPS and I got there. So Okay. <laughs> Who knows? What? <laughs> well, maybe one of our listeners is familiar with... Actually, no, I have this other thing right in front of me that says Rockland Trust Bank Pavilion. Maybe they changed the name since I got my tickets last November. That's really weird. <laughs> that is weird. I'll, I'll tell you later about my special business card that I got, and then... Eh, that'll be soon. That'll be soon. So, start off today, I actually woke up at your house uh, in New Jersey and drove... I know, I was there. Well, I know you were there, but also I was there. I drove up to Boston by myself, mind you, and I hit so much traffic on the way. It took a, a, at least an extra hour, so I didn't have a whole lot of time once I actually got into Boston, but I did know that Jeremy and Bob were going to be at the show, so we were kind of texting back and forth, saying, yeah, 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 we'll grab dinner, yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time I get there, I just figured I have enough time. I'm just going to try and find a parking spot so I don't have to pay for a parking garage. So I'm driving around literally 45 minutes, and I just gave up. So I went to a parking garage. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I go to the parking garage, and, you know, usually you just, like, push a button and a ticket comes out or whatever. Well, there um, there was an attendant standing there, like, pushing the button for people, which was kind of odd. So... Uh, she was asking people to pay in advance. I think it was like 25 bucks. So I handed her the credit card and she swipes it and it doesn't work. So she swipes it again and it doesn't work. She swipes it like five times and it just, it's oh not, gosh. it's not reading the card. And I was like, uh, can I pay cash? She's like, no, I can only take credit card. I'm like, 
are you serious? <laughs> so she's like, hold on, I'm going to go ask my manager if we can enter it manually. So I'm like, okay. So now this you know, random woman is in this sketchy parking garage walking away with my credit card while I sit there in my car. And uh, she comes back like five minutes later and she's like, oh, um, yeah, we weren't able to do anything. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? She's like, yeah, you've got to park somewhere else. I was like, can you do me a favor? Can you just try it one more time? She's like, okay. And it worked. So, <laughs> so I got a parking spot. And, yeah, but um, you're going to be charged like six times for this parking well, spot. I, that's a good reminder that I need to check my <laughs> credit card statement. <laughs> so I told Jeremy I was in town. I told uh, I told Bob I was in town. And uh, Jeremy was eating at Legal Harborside, which is this like fancy uh, seafood restaurant right near the venue. And the venue is like, I've been there before. I went there to see Flight of the Concords, so I'm sl- a little bit familiar with it. Okay. And um, it's like right on the water, and the whole street is all on the water. So it's all fish places. And the one thing I don't eat is fish or meat. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't eat, but fish especially. Uh, So Jeremy has chosen literally a restaurant that has nothing but fish on the menu. (laughs) And uh, so I get in there and I'm like trying to find him. He's like, I'm in the back. So I walk in, I'm underdressed for this place because, you know, like everyone's like dressed up and it's a nice restaurant and like people are waiting. Was Jeremy, was Jeremy wearing a tie? Please tell me you're trying to die. <laughs> well, so I didn't even see him at this point. So I, I walk in and I like there's all like people, you know, they're not wearing tuxedos, but they're wearing maybe a business casual kind of stuff. It's a, okay. it's a swanky restaurant. There's people waiting. And I just like kind of walk through because I'm looking for Jeremy. And I think like three different people like stop me. Like, hey, can I help you? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so uh, the third guy, he's like, hey, can I help you? And I was like, oh, I'm just looking for my friend. And he sees that I was wearing a Weird Al shirt. So he goes oh, are you going to the Weird Al show tonight? I was like, yeah, I'm a huge fan. He's like, here, I've got something for you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I was half (laughs) expecting the guy to kick me out, um, but he handed me this like business card that it was a VIP experience pass to the Live Nation. He said, there's a white tent and just show him this card and uh, you and up to four people can get into this VIP tent. So I was like, Okay, that's cool. Oh, wow. Thank you. And I didn't know what that meant, but I <laughs> <laughs> I found Jeremy and, and he was wearing, you know, typical uh Weird Al concert attire and he's like, Hey, let's let's grab food. I already started, you know, I already had a snack. I'm like, Jeremy, there's literally nothing on this menu for me. <laughs> and meanwhile I'm like texting Bob, uh, trying to you know, figure out I was like, Bob, I'm in this restaurant, but we're not gonna eat here. He's like, just find a, a burger joint. I was like there's literally not like there was literally nothing that was not three or more dollar signs on Yelp within <laughs> our area. And they were all seafood and it was really hot out and we were running out of time. So I was I just I went on and I found this restaurant. It was a vegan place, but they seem to have a lot of options, even if you're not vegan. So I was like, this will be great for me as a vegetarian. And Jeremy is easygoing. And I'm sure Bob will find something that he wants to. So Jeremy and I catch an Uber to this place. Not too, too far away, but in the 100 degree heat, it it would have been kind of far to walk. So we get there and it's this really cool vegan place. And (laughs) I'm like checking out the menu and I I find like a a burger I want to try. And then they have a sign that says, we now have carrot hot dogs. What? Have you ever heard of carrot hot dogs? I've never heard of carrot hot dogs. I have heard of hot dog that has been replaced by a uh, string cheese, however. But I've never heard of a carrot hot dog. So actually, there's a good option. So let me, so let me tell you. 
Yeah. I, that's a good option, I guess, for uh, somebody who's a vegan or vegetarian who wants to try a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. You put a carrot in there. <laughs> well, you put a carrot. You know, Morningstar Farms, Smart Dogs, there's a lot of good vegan, vegetarian hot dog options. But this place had carrot hot dogs. So I asked the guy, I was like, what is carrot hot dog? <laughs> like, I was like, surely it's not just a carrot in a bun. <laughs> So I said, tell me about this carrot hot dog. He's like, it's a hot dog, but it's a carrot. I was like, really? How is it? And the guy made like a real bad face. And he's like, <laughs> um, it's worth trying once. <laughs> so I was like, done, I'll get it. <laughs> and I got it. And I was thinking maybe it was like, you know, a soy dog that was partially made with carrots. Nope, it was literally a carrot. Uh, it was like a... Slightly like they must have soaked it in something like a brown carrot, and it was actually not bad. I didn't hate it. Was it was uh, it a cooked was it a cooked carrot? Yeah, it was cooked. Carrot? It it was like it wasn't the you know it didn't have a texture of a carrot. The only reason I knew it was a carrot is when I bit into it. You know how the carrot has like uh, the outer ring and then an inner ring of white. I could see that like inner right. ring, and yeah, it was weird. It's, it wasn't my favorite thing, but I'm glad I tried it. Um, All right, so, so but how does it compare? How does it compare to if you were to put it on a Twinkies? How would it compare to cheese? <laughs> it would be much better than cheese. <laughs> much ah. more authentic than a cheese stick. That was that was pure improvisation. But uh, people have really thought about this <laughs> carrot dog. <laughs> so uh, Jeremy got some stuff. You know, he's able to find some stuff that he liked. And you know, Bob's texting us. I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. And. Literally, Jeremy and I are just having dinner, nice, quiet, relaxing dinner, and we hear a man yelling outside, and we turn, and it's Bob, and Bob has collapsed onto the ground, and he's <gasps> screaming, and so we're like, oh my god, so we like we run outside, like, there's these, like, young girls, and Bob's, like, on the ground, he's yelling, and we're just like, oh, oh my god, what's going on? And so apparently earlier that day, Bob does not have great knees. He he did something to like mess up and something hurt or aggravated his knee. And so as he's walking into this restaurant, this woman clumsily tripped Bob and he fell onto that knee. So he's like in pain. So we like we got him in and and we sit him down and we, we get him a menu. And he's like, there's nothing here for me. He's like, I, I only eat junk food. I only eat fish. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't eat fish. I, you know, I only want, I only eat burgers. I don't eat carrots. You know, so we're like, oh great. So really, it, Bob, try the carrot, try the carrot <laughs> hot dog. I hear it's really good, Bob. I told him I was like, well, you know, I have this this VIP card that they gave me. I said maybe there's like a tent with free food or something. And then Bob was like, yeah, I'll just get something at the venue. He wasn't super concerned. So okay. uh, we went over to the venue and uh, Bob was a VIP. So he picked up his, his VIP poster and stuff. And, and we all went in and we just wanted to see this, you know, white tent. We had no idea what it was. So we had it headed over towards this white tent in the back of the, you know, this is a big open venue. Uh, there's like a bunch of food vendors and drink stalls and it's really cool. It's, it's it reminded me the most of the Toronto venue I went to, but it was just a bit smaller in size. So we got to the VIP tent, but before we got there, there was this big table with you know two people, you know, with a email list like sign up list, and they had uh-huh. po- Weird Al posters. It wasn't like the VIP posters, but it was just the strings attached tour graphic with the the date of the show and the the venue. I don't know if it said Rockland Trust or if it said Blue Hill, <laughs> <laughs> but um. So I was like, hey, can I have one of these posters? And they're like, 
sure. Uh, you just need to write down your email address. I was like, can I write down five email addresses? She's like, sure. <laughs> so I got you one, Dave. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Got these cool posters. And then, oh, uh, that's really cool looking. Yeah. I can see it perfectly. <laughs> and so uh, Bob and Jeremy got posters, and uh, it was really cool. So then we, we want, went over, and um, they like we showed them the VIP card, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just handed us wristbands. Like, I don't think they really even checked. They didn't even take the card. I still literally have it, so I could have <laughs> just like walked out and gotten more people in if I knew more people at the show. <laughs> so we oh, go- so, we, so you think it's still valid? Can we go back? It does have the date, and it says Weird Al on it, uh. but it's handwritten in. <laughs> So we uh, we go in and there's like a, you know, it's just like a, a backdrop with the Live Nation logo and there's like a bar and there's like, you know, drink signs and the, there was like, a, you know, a, an eat it cocktail or something. I wish I had it in front of me because uh, I <laughs> did steal one um, <laughs> and I stole you one too, Dave. Hey! <laughs> And uh, it was just a little piece of paper. There was a million of them. So, and we started taking some pictures, and then we saw JW. So it was we got to talk to JW, and Bob told him it was his last show of the tour, and so you know they hugged it out a little bit, and uh, it was really nice. We talked to JW for wow. a little bit. So then I took off with the guys because there's literally nothing for us there. It's just like <laughs> we we went in, and it was like it was cool. We saw JW. There wasn't a whole lot of VIP. Uh, experience to be had uh, so <laughs> so we um we went out and there was like a couple i guess booths or kiosks where they're giving out free stuff so one of them just had a big pile of flaming hot doritos um those like um you know they have flaming hot cheetos well now they're just putting that red powder on different things and calling them flaming hot so they had free bags of doritos so i grabbed some of those um <laughs> and i grabbed one for uh bob and one for jeremy um, and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't like those. Did those. you get me one? I did not. <laughs> Sorry. What the heck? I was hungry, Dave. You you heard me dancing and eating and crunching um, when you were hiding in here. <laughs> I so, was hoping you would save me at least one. <laughs> there might be some crumbs on the floor. And then so the second booth was it was like a big like wheel and you could either win a bag or a beer koozie or nothing. And... <laughs> The people who hit nothing, they just gave them one of those free bags of Doritos that were free on the other booth. But then there was a third (laughs) booth where it said free soda for designated drivers. So uh, we waited in line. They gave us like a a cool plastic cup and then you could pick between Coke, Diet Coke and Mountain Dew. So or maybe it was Pepsi, Diet Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Um, so Bob and well, I did what was that. It? Was it Coke or was it Diet it was, Pepsi? It was Pe- Diet Pepsi. So Bob and I got that. Jeremy was not comfortable signing up for that. I was like, Jeremy, you could just write down anything. Like, <laughs> and he was not comfortable. So Jeremy did not do that. Uh, but Bob and I got it. It was great because, you know, I, I, I don't typically drink when I go to Al shows anyway. So it was nice to just get a free soda that I would have paid for. Yeah, don't tell him. That's nice. But yeah, it was cool. <laughs> and he got refills. So. Oh, wow. I, um. I ran over there like after this, the um, Stormtrooper Symphony so I could be first in line and get it because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, I could anticipate when that was going to be. So anyway, so got to my seat and um, it was I was not too too bad. I was in the left leftmost section and maybe like two or three rows back. It wasn't bad at all. It was really a good view on Jim's side. And then across the aisle and a few seats over, Bob was sitting there and he had VIP. So I, was, I wasn't too far from Bob, which was kind of cool. 
because I had considerably cheaper tickets. <laughs> and and I don't know if I've really mentioned this on the podcast, but it, it I don't know if this has happened to you, Dave, but when people see me with a notepad taking notes, um, <laughs> I'd say every other show someone says, hey, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Because <laughs> I guess you know, it's not typical to see someone at a Weird Al show like furiously scribbling notes. So the couple next to me asked me, and and uh, I told them about the podcast, and they thought it was cool. I gave them stickers. Oh, nice! Which was cool. I did see Johnny O'Hearn. He was there, and oh, cool! I told him about a new Al song for him to add to his completionist guide, which is the part one of trapped in the drive-thru which is on a random hit disc and so he said that counted and he like literally as i told him he opened up the spreadsheet and added it he was so excited <laughs> to get it in so that was really cool seeing him yasinta was there uh it was cool to see her nice the so obviously we started the show wait wait, wait. i need to know were there any hornets there there were no hornets uh that i could see thankfully okay. and so it was eric as the conductor and he did raiders he did mission impossible and then what was crazy was after Superman, it was a huge standing ovation. And Whoa. like I, I, it's not typical that you get two standing ovations during the Stormtrooper Symphony, but actually for after Superman and after Star Wars, it was a huge standing ovation. So that was really cool. I wonder what, is there a Superman connection to Boston that I'm not aware of? I don't know. Oh, interesting. I mean, okay. Well, I obviously it was performed very oh, well. Oh, was yeah. Them just standing ovation, so it could just be that. But that's interesting. <laughs> what was um, sort of interesting to me was can't really. I mean, depending on the venue, you can't really see the orchestra, like the detail of the orchestra, too well. But I noticed at the Foxwood show and this show, I kind of like recognized a couple of the players so i started to think that maybe they reused a few people like they did for the florida run and right. i got that suspicion confirmed but i'll save that for later okay <laughs> so you know as i'm sitting there i noticed that the orchestra i did notice some of the orchestra passes which we noticed for the first time uh, at the new york show i didn't see any cannons visible so i figured that there wouldn't be any confetti despite it being a large market. So then right before the show kicked off, there were these two kids behind me, young kids. I, I didn't see them, but I would expect they're, you know, eight or 10 or something. And I hear them discussing, so one of them goes, oh, I really hope he plays fat. And the other one goes, oh, he's not going to play fat. And the other kid was like, why not? He's like, oh, well, Al's staying away from the Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> And I'm like, first of all, it's like these kids are having a, a, a conversation like way out of their league and they know a lot about how Al is not doing that before the show. And then it's so funny because after the kid said he sent to him because the Michael Jackson thing, the other one goes, ah, yeah, some political thing or something. So, so they, they have no idea what, you know, what it is. They just assume it's a political thing. Why Al's not doing fat, which is funny. So, of course, Beethoven's fifth turned into fun zone. And I noticed that Steve did not have his headphones. Jim was not wearing okay. his cool jacket. It was like 100 degrees out. Mm. And Jim still had his haircut. So that was... <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to say that every review. Has it, gro has it grown at all a little uh, since, since Vienna? It seems like it grows a little every day. 
Just a little each day. <laughs> and then, of course, there's a huge standing ovation for Al's entrance. Um, and he does that. What do you call it, that dance that Al does? It's the boneless, the boneless boy, boy dance. The boneless boy dance. What is that from? It's from uh, one of the, uh, at least, uh, maybe it's earlier, but uh, my first recollection of it is from uh, one of the Al musics when he was up in Canada. Okay. He calls it the boneless boy dance. <laughs> and he just, it, it looks exactly <laughs> yeah. like he has, he starts shaking and he has no bones. It's hilarious every time he does it. <laughs> yes. So then we went into uh, the medley, of course, and there was like right at the beginning, this huge like feedback, just like it was just like a a big like, you know, but they fixed it real quick. So the medley was great. And then before Twine Ball, (laughs) it was so funny. Al goes, I'm excited to be back in my hometown of Boston. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, you know, then he goes, he's like, of course, Boston is famous for their baked beans, their cream pies, their clam chowda and stranglers. That's pretty much it. (laughs) What about the Boston Tea Party? No. Famous for that, too. (laughs) Okay. So Twine Bowl was great. There was there. I did hear the car horn. And during the song, I don't know if it was the lighting, but there was like this a dragonfly like circling Al for like a minute. It was so distracting. I wonder if he saw it. Are you sure it wasn't it a hornet? It could have been a hornet, to be honest. Okay. It really could have. <laughs> so then word crime started, and I just... I, you know how sometimes you'll be at a venue and there's like a, a security guard sitting at the front with their back to the stage? Right. And it's like, sometimes it's kind of distracting because they're just like, they're like grumpy. Like, uh, you know, (laughs) it's kind of like, it's like, you're at a Weird Al show. Like, don't be grumpy. (laughs) Well, this one, uh, this security guard, she was not grumpy. She had like nerdy tattoos all up her arms. Like I saw like Joker and Batman and like cool nerdy stuff. And she was loving the show she was like dancing in her seat and clapping along <laughs> she kept like sneaking looks over her shoulder to see al nice. like she was loving it so so she probably asked specifically to work this concert. i'm sure and she probably said put me at the front because she was literally like the front row <laughs> just facing the wrong way <laughs> did she have like those uh rearview mirrors that on her glasses that would have been awesome <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was really into it. It's it's so nice to see someone who appreciates Al working an Al show. Because I, I feel like if yeah. if we were security guards, like that would be the dream job. Like how cool would that be to get to work an Al show? We would have to quit every job we had and then get hired at the next venue the next evening. That's true. Yeah, that would be tough, but <laughs> we could figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Word Crimes is great. That's when I noticed the security guard. Then we had a drum solo. And then, of course, we had Jurassic Park, and I'm very excited to report the color of Al's beverage. Do you want to take a guess? Let me guess. I think it's been red or orange lately, so I'm going to go with red. You're right! Yay! You were there! This is proof! <laughs> and uh, I did I did make note of the poor, sad dino guy. I feel so bad for that dude at the end of the video. Like, I really wish yeah. Al would edit that so you know they don't blow up his friends or at least as they're blowing him up if we could see like a little letter like fall out and fly back to him like that would i think that would really resolve it for me (laughs) maybe what we should do is we should start a uh a fundraiser to have them go back and re-edit that video so that instead of a fundraiser it should be a change.org petition we need a million signatures and (laughs) That would be a great waste of time. We should totally do that. 
Let's get Frank on that right now. Frank, do that. One thing that I've noticed at the outdoor venues when Aldas don't download the song, there tends to be quite a few people waving their cell phones. And uh, quite notably, there was not any of that tonight uh, at the Boston oh. show. So I wrote that down because it was weird. People were not doing it. <laughs> and I wasn't doing it either because I don't waste my battery. I enjoy other people wasting their batteries. I should just get a burner <laughs> phone just to wave during that song. You should. <laughs> anyway, so then we had Weasel Stomping Day. And again, all three backup singers were there. So there was no confusion for Al's <laughs> helmet. So then Al said that Bermuda and Steve were going to step off stage. So we're just going to have to get by with the 48 people left on the stage. <laughs> Uh, and he did introduce Jim as playing the acoustic guitar, which, as we know, is not an acoustic guitar, but <laughs> that's just how it, it is introed. So he did You Don't Love Me Anymore, and I had a, a little bit of an inkling that perhaps tonight would be the night that I got the smash guitar. So you've you've never gotten a smash guitar Never, before, correct? Never. Yeah, I've okay. seen people get it in front of me. I know... I've gotten one. I know you have one. It's It's kind of like... It's on the checklist for Weird Al superfans. It's, like, it's almost like one of those things that, and obviously, you know, he could give it to to anybody, or you know, anybody could end up getting it. But it's almost like one of those things where usually, you know, if he does one more minute, he give out the scarves and the boxers to the women in the audience. Right. So we, and even the fork recently. So we have like no chance of that happening for us. So yeah, our like. <laughs> Our thing is like, well, we can catch the Nirvana Cup, or we can uh, we can we can hope that we can eventually track down that guitar, <laughs> or we can get a sex change and attain some of the other stuff. But that is much more difficult. Um, so I had an inkling, so I did record the smash, and let me tell you, it was an um, amazing smash. And I love when you can hear the strings like. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but you hear like a twang as he's hitting him, and it's just so great. So then we went into an oboe solo, nice, uh, which was very good. Now, do you still believe that every time that they perform "You Don't Love Me Anymore" is is when uh, the orchestra gets their solo? Yes, and that has been true every time so far. And I am just going to predict the future and say that at least one more time in the future, that'll be true. But right, we'll, we'll have see. to find out. I don't know we'll have about to see. that. We'll have to see. You know, based on my calculations, the next You Don't Love Me Anymore should be our Red Rock show. So I will bet you $20 that there is a... <laughs> Twenty seven dollars. Twenty. Anyway. I was gonna say twenty dollars. It should be twenty seven dollars. Yeah. You you want to take that bet? <laughs> I'll say I'll, I'll bet Frank. I'll bet Frank. Just so I think. Yeah, I think if he goes to the the orchestra for a solo at the Red Rocks Amphitheater, we will deduct twenty seven dollars out of Frank's paycheck. You know what? Twenty seven each out of yes, his paycheck. Yes. I like that idea. Excellent. So oboe <laughs> solo was great. So then we had Tacky, and he did go in the audience. And there was one part where, you know, where he goes, because I'm tacky, he handed the mic to a woman and she just was silent. <laughs> he just kind of <laughs> oh, like, no. he just kind of like shook his head in disgust and like kept going. <laughs> it was really funny. What was and he expe- He was expecting her to sing? He was expecting her to go, because I'm tacky. Oh, okay. I would have sang. I did notice, and I, I, I didn't confirm this with Bob, but I'm pretty sure Al interacted with Bob just in some way. I think he like waved at him or something as he walked by. <laughs> I'll have to ask Bob. So then he got on stage after Tacky and he said, 
is it just me or is it a little toasty tonight? And of course it was like a hundred degrees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we had Harvey the Wonder Hamster and there were no streamers at the end, as I predicted by not seeing this streamer cannon. <laughs> and then Jackson Park Express, just again, that song is so beautiful. I really like hearing it in like these outdoor amphitheaters where you can really hear the echoes and it's just, the uh. acoustics are so cool in the different venues and that song really helps highlight it to me so then of course we went into the first video break and effect was still in effect uh (laughs) he did not change it (laughs) was it in effect or was it in effect it was something uh it was definitely something dave so then of course smells like nirvana was great i did notice that sometimes when the stage is like kind of far from the front row Al will toss the cup and it like lands in the front row. Uh, but this one at least went back to the second or third row, I noticed. Was there a good spray of water? It was It was good. I mean, some of the ones, I can't remember offhand. The, there's one show, I think it was our Philadelphia show, where there was like, we were in prime water right. splash yes, zone. Right, yes, we were. And he, like, he, it stopped like <laughs> right before us. So this was a good spray. This was a good, okay. you know, everyone who should have gotten wet did get wet. Um <laughs> Warning, the first few rows may get wet. (laughs) I wonder if people ever get mad. Have you ever talked to someone who gets mad about that? I've never seen anybody get mad about that. Because I I mean, I was wondering with this tour, especially the VIPs, they sit in the front, obviously, and they get this exclusive poster. And if you don't have a poster tube and you're sitting there and you're not expecting the cup, you could get your poster ruined. Yeah, but it's like... You get a couple drops of water on you. It's not uh, like you're. It's not like that one time I was. Well, uh, that's true. <laughs> I got I got water poured on my head. <laughs> I wish I was in there. Massachusetts. I was in Massachusetts. Was it? Yes. Just like we are in now. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't have a whole lot of notes for Dare to Be Stupid, White and Nerdy, and Amish Paradise, or the Amish Vamp. To be honest, uh, do you have any questions for me or? Are you okay with me moving on to my next note? Uh, let me think about that. No, move on. No, uh, how about the Amish <laughs> Paradise? We need to know because we do have a poll up on our Facebook group about uh, the arm That's waving. That's true. That's true. So um, uh, how was the arm waving situation in uh, Boston? The arm waving was great. Uh, there were definitely people who did it for the first verse. Okay. That- group did not include me you know my views on this dave (laughs) and then of course for the second and third verse i did it i will just say though as of the recording of this centimeter episode that the uh all three verses and the right arm is in the lead in our poll and i do my left hand and the second and third i think that's a question we need to ask al We know how he only does it for the second one when he's on stage, what? but what does he prefer the audience to do? That's a good question. I I don't know if he's, <laughs> I don't know if he's ever really thought about that. <laughs> well, let's get him to think about that. We will have to ask him uh, when we see him. Anyway, one one thing I did want to mention is for Amish Paradise um, when Al goes, even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. Jim lifted up his hand and did like the swirly motion next to his head <laughs> right. like crazy. He doesn't always do that, and, and uh, that was it's always fun to see. So then when we got to the Amish vamp, I was listening very closely yes. for who the oboe player was. Because I believe it's called like Oboist. To report that. The Oboist. Oboist. The Oboist. Oboist. The, okay, the Oboist. <laughs> and when Al said the name, it confirmed my suspicion. Yes. Uh, he said Laura Shamu, and that is the same person who did the Guilford show. 
So Laura Shamu got to do not one, but two oboe solos. And they were both only on uh, You Don't Love Me Anymore shows. Uh, So just pointing that out. Well, that's interesting now because she's probably the first person outside of Al's band proper that's done more than one solo at a Weird Al concert. We need to track her down, I think. And not for a creepy thing, but to <laughs> talk to her and interview her. <laughs> so, uh, Laura Shamu, if you're listening, uh, give us a call. 347 Spatula. So, after he introduced her, he goes, and on bassoon! Oh, you know everybody else. <laughs> and I did notice Al looked down at the prompter for that. So, <laughs> I don't know if if uh, he just was trying to make sure he remembered Laura Shamu's name or if he needed to remember that we knew everybody else. <laughs> So then after the encore, you know, Boston's a big city. I was expecting a big variety. Uh, we had six stormtroopers. We had Darth Vader and we had R2-D2. Oh, and that Six stormtroopers, really? Not not a full... Usually it's uh, eight stormtroopers, right? Yeah. yeah, so it was only three on each side. And then R2-D2 was late. Like, I didn't even notice him at first because a lot of people stood up during the show when, you know, during right. that part. And I noticed him a few minutes late. And in the confusion, I did not look for a trooper boop (laughs) from Steve. So I I cannot confirm nor deny. But Al did sing to the middle of the three troopers on Steve's side. uh, So the second one in as typically does. And he went over and he pet (laughs) (laughs) R2-D2. Kind of like a dog. (laughs) By the end of The Saga Begins... There wasn't a whole lot of cell phone waving, but there was maybe a dozen or so um, I saw. So there was a little bit of that near the end. How was the dancing for the, these particular stormtroopers? Did they make up for lack of quantity with quality? I wish I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't expect the stormtroopers to dance well. And the the worse they dance, the funnier that it is, is true. Me, it, so. That is true. Uh, <laughs> Bad dancing doesn't necessarily retract from this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so then, at the end of Yoda, Al did not go to anyone in the audience. He just yelled, "Do it better!" <laughs> and of course, there was no confetti at the end because, as I mentioned earlier, there was no confetti cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so you never told us what your uh, pick of the night was. Yeah, so good point, Dave. My pick of the night was you. you Don't Love Me Anymore. That was my um, pick, too, by the way. Because because I was very lucky and I did attain the smashed guitar. So I finally have Yay. it in my collection. It was so bizarre walking out of this giant venue with the smashed guitar because every person wanted to ask me about it, as I'm sure I would be asking people walking by with a smash guitar. But it was funny because I just was kind of in shock. And, you know, I'm, I'm saying goodbye to, to Bob and to Yacinta because they both had passes. And Jeremy's hanging out with me. And we, I was just kind of, this is before I saw Jeremy, actually. So I said bye to them. And I was just kind of hanging out. And some of the security guards were like, is that the guitar? And they were asking me about it. And uh, this one guy, this one security guard was like being real nice to me. He was like asking me these questions. like, oh, where'd you come from for the show tonight? I told him I'm from, you know, upstate New York, but I came from New Jersey. And then I was going to be heading out right after this. And he's like, he's like, well, I think it's that time that you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like he was all nice. And then he kicked me out of the, of the air, of the seating area. <laughs> and that 
genuinely surprised me. I, I was not expecting that. It was really funny. I don't know that he was intending to be funny, but it was funny. So I did leave and I did meet up with Jeremy. And as we we're walking out, there was this family. It was a, you know, a mother, father, and this young boy. And they're like, is that the guitar? And I was like, yeah, it was. And they're like, oh, can we get a picture of it? I was like, yeah, of course. So like as I was like lifting it up to pose it, like a like a wood yeah. chip like broke off and and fell, and I was like, "Do you want that?" <laughs> and the kids like, "Oh, I, I no, I couldn't, I couldn't." I was like, "You can have that <laughs> wood chip. Like if you're gonna love it." So he he took it. He was so happy uh, to have the wood chip. And, you know, as I said, like literally like every five steps, someone was stopping and, and talking to Jeremy and I. And I took a picture with the, the smash guitar, with the, the like the pavilion behind me. And someone stopped and like, you, you need to re- restructure the shot because currently you have the garbage can in that <laughs> shot. So we moved over a few feet and retook it. <laughs> if you go to my uh, Instagram at Ethan Allman, I have posted the uh, the picture and the video of Al smashing. And maybe we can we'll use that picture when we post this. So, so wait, I got that story. I, I got to tell you a similar story to that to that story you just told about giving that kid a little piece of the guitar. So when I went to Toad's place, the Alapalooza tour in. 1994. So I went with my friend James and he brought his brother and his brother's friend. It was a standing room only show and somehow I was standing a little bit further back with my friend James and his brother and his brother's friends who's, and somehow made it close to the stage and they played You Don't Love Me Anymore and this guitar you know, gets smashed of course and there was a couple little slivers of the guitar that kind of made it close enough that you know the kids could grab a few pieces of it. So you know, at the end of the show you know, we meet back up with them and one of them turns to me and he says, I got a little piece of the guitar. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. You know, I was like, that is so amazing. I can't believe that. I said, someday I really, I would love to just have a little piece of the guitar. So he looks at me and he's, and he takes the little piece of guitar he has and he snaps it in half and he gives me half of it. And that just, I thought that was like <laughs> the most, the kindest thing that anybody could do, right? That, yeah. That made my night, you know, of course, you know, seeing Al too, but, you know, that was a great, you know, cap to my night. This kid didn't have to do it. I didn't ask for it, nothing like that. And so this was like a similar story that I'm thinking back as a kid, that is like, you know, well, as a kid, you know, when I was, <laughs> when I was, I was older than a kid at the time. I was older than the kid in your story, but that to me. To me, you know, that right. was kind of like a memorable moment that, that some, you know, I, I have this little piece and I still have it somewhere, this little piece of guitar from this concert. And <laughs> and you just kind of, I'm kind of thinking this kid could have been me, you know, then that, that was like a, a yeah. going to be a moment that this kid is going to remember, you know, and cherish this little piece of guitar that you gave him, you know, for as long as he's a Weird Al fan, which hopefully will be, if, if 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 anything like my the rest of how my story plays out. Right. So you're saying he's going to have a podcast and that I'm going to have to be his co-host. Uh, one I day. think that's a given, yes. <laughs> yeah, so the kid was so happy, but the tides did oh. turn, Dave. So, so you went out in the parking lot and you beat up the kid and took the piece of guitar back. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, Jeremy beat him up for me. I, my hands were full with the guitar. I actually, I smashed the guitar on the kid. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, can I have that piece? And I said, no, uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, the tides turned oh, okay. for me. I uh, parted ways with Jeremy and I got back to my car and in the parking garage. And, you know, it was, um, I wasn't 
leaving too too late so there was still like a lot of traffic and people leaving and as i'm like putting i'm trying to figure out where to put the <laughs> it's so funny it's a, it's a smashed guitar but i'm trying to think <laughs> of the safest way i can put it in my car so <laughs> nothing happens to it don't want to damage um, <laughs> it no <laughs> right <laughs> it's so weird how that works i don't want it to accidentally <laughs> fix no <laughs> so i'm like putting it in my car and this like it's a it's kind of a it's you know there are cars around but it's kind of a lonely area and it's not super well lit and this guy like comes like right up to me he's like hey is that the guitar and i was like yeah and he's like yo can you uh can you pop one of the strings off for me and i was like no <laughs> he's like oh come on man just can you just you know just I, I just want one of the strings just like part of one of the strings i was like no, sorry. And the guy got like all upset. He's like, man, you know, it's people like you who ruin this fandom for everyone else. You know, a lot of, you're a way to be part of the family, man. And like, he was all upset. And it's like, dude, you asking me to like break one of the strings. Wow. Like it's a big difference from like a piece breaking off. Like if he's like, Hey, can I have, you know, a wood chip? Like, yeah, that would have been fine. But it's like, why would I take apart <laughs> the guitar and give him one of the straight like it's just, it's so weird how entitled the guy was but at least that kid you know the kid wasn't asking for it the kid was polite i was so happy that i i could make that kid's night and be part a good part of the weird al family as the guy put it <laughs> but that that just kind of soured a little bit of the night just like that negativity and you know especially approaching me so you probably made this one kid become a lifelong weird al fan because of your generosity but you probably turned off this other guy and now he's he's just <laughs> I, I refuse to listen to weird al music anymore he's a yanni fan now you know i would be happy if i turned <laughs> that guy off from weird al al you know al's fans 99.9 percent .9 of the time are the most amazing people and you know they're i did see i think at the uh New York City show last tour, I saw like this guy like kind of almost get in a fight with someone. Were you there for that at the uh, one of the Apollo shows? I was there at the Apollo shows, but I'm I'm not recalling the the memory of the fight. I saw two people get in an argument and like got like right up in each other's faces and stuff. And this weird guy in the parking lot in that time are really the only two times I saw hmm. any kind of weird interactions from an Al fan, but. You've been to more shows than me. I mean, generally, people are pretty amazing at Al shows. Yeah, you're right. It's a handful of time. There might be somebody that kind of acts out of line, but it's very rare. Yeah, it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. It was great. I really enjoyed that venue. I liked getting the free soda. <laughs> it was great to get to see, you know, a couple friends and eat a carrot dog. Uh <laughs> It was a fun show. I wish you could have been there, Dave. I think you would have really enjoyed it. It would have been a lot better than sitting in this hot hotel room for all this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had an extra ticket. I don't know why you didn't just come with me. What? You didn't tell me you had an extra ticket. Well, where else was I supposed to put my soda cup? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So I would have had to have two extra <laughs> tickets to really... And just a side note, uh, obviously we're joking <laughs> about this. <laughs> so very early on in my relationship, my friend got me and another friend tickets to see Paul McCartney at the big stadium in Albany. And I, I mean, obviously I, I like Paul McCartney, but at the time I like, I didn't really know too much of his stuff because I'm a Weird Al fan. You know, I know Weird Al stuff. I don't know about the Beatles. So you knew Chicken Pot Pie and Live and Let Die, and that's about it, right? I knew Chicken Pot Pie. I didn't I didn't know what the original was. Uh, so he got me these tickets just like, he's just a nice guy, uh, my buddy Luke. And uh, he brought my, my friend Jeff and I. So my girlfriend, huge Beatles fan, 
huge Beatles fan. So as a joke, I told her that we did have an extra ticket for our coats. (laughs) I thought she knew I was joking, and I just kind of laughed it off. But then a couple years later, I brought it up again. Or no, she brought it up. Like, you know, I'm still a little, like, annoyed that you'd, you know, you didn't tell me you had an extra ticket. I'm like, I was joking. Like, we didn't have an extra ticket. So she so, so held this grudge for, like, three years against you. Yeah, like, three years she thought that we had an extra $400 ticket to Paul McCartney. And then we put our coats there. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I felt so bad. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> I would have cleared it up if I knew she still <laughs> thought that. No, but it was a great show. Uh, like I said, I wish you could have been there, Dave. I'm excited. The next show I'll be seeing, again, it will be alone. You will not be there to support me. But maybe you'll pop up in my hotel room again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that show will be in Lewiston, New York, right outside Niagara Falls, on July 23rd at Art Park Amphitheater. Cool. That was Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al Podcast. Episode 18 Centimeter. It could have been a hornet, to be honest. It really could have. <laughs>